I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, yo, swing, swing, swing to chop, chop, chop. Yo, that's the sound when them C's get mopped. Don't come around town without the hip in your hop because when the shit hits the fan, that ass will get dropped. Because when the shit, I mean, them C's want to attack me, but them punks can't cope. I have you lost without a job like Ozzy with the love boat. So, ch- so money watch your mouth or I'm at the bus you battling them C's from JLK to Russia. Back down to London, Sweden and Brazil. Do a U.S. tour for three months and then I chill. Stably fat like Jackie Gleason. The rest be art corny. People love the dog like the kids love Barney. I love you. You love me. The shorty fight dog is your favorite MC. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we are back after a week uh, kind of off. Kinda, no. sorta. You, you still, we still are grinding hard through other shit. We just wouldn't doing our regular show. Yeah, I pretty much worked my ass off the whole week. But nah, uh, yes, you did, sir. Um, it was cool, man. I actually got to sleep sometimes. And, uh, yeah, I, y'all, he got some well deserved rest. Like it was almost like opposite week, like the entire week, because like I would be up. And he would be the one laying down like seven or eight and like not waking up to the next morning or waking up two or three in the morning. It it was kind of weird because I'm normally the one that's like clocked out sleeping for hours on end. So yeah, you were tired, baby. Yep. All right. And I appreciated the rest, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, glad to be back. We, uh, I did a bunch of guest appearances on shows that I normally don't get to be on because we have scheduling conflicts and shit like that. But, um, I was on uh, Where's My 40 Acres uh, podcast about 24. Um, I was on a uh, Firestarter podcast. been a while since I've been on there. Um, I was, uh, um, of course, I was on TV again for the sixth week uh, on a black show. Um, it was pretty good. Had a good time. People were hitting me up on Twitter and stuff, saying how much they enjoyed me on there and stuff. And I appreciate all those people uh, coming over to either check out the show or mm-hmm. my tweets or whatever, you know, um, it's, it's good to be part of a quality product. It is. Um, what else did, did we do? Uh, of course, um, wrapped up the ages of shield cast. You like, uh, did that. So, you know, just, uh, a ton of stuff. I'm probably sure I'm leaving something out. That, probably are. <laughs> it was important. Yeah. That happened, but, uh, it was just a, a blur of a week, but, Glad to be back, man. So much news was happening. Oh, I was on the same check. check. That's what it was. It was so much news happening that, um, you know, it was also kind of good to be on those shows. Oh, I was on Long and Late Movie Show. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Reviewing Days of Future Past and Blended, um, which uh, Blended was way too long. But, um, Duh. we, but you know, it was good to be on all those shows and stuff and uh, spread love throughout the podcast community, man, because, uh, you know, people try to book us sometimes. We get so busy. We get so behind. It could take months and shit. And yeah. It was good to be able to get that stuff accomplished, man. So thank you, yeah, everybody. You got a lot accomplished this week. And for those of you that were premium, you got a balls deep this week. And you yeah. got two spoiled movie reviews. Yeah, you got the spoiled movie reviews with uh, featuring Sterling uh, from Gaming and Then Some Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days of Future Past and uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Also, way too long. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, you guys, so people got stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, that were listening to the show. And, uh, a lot of people had a chance to get caught up. Um, yeah, people tell us, I got caught up. Yeah, because yeah. I thought about it. We typically do, depending on how uh, the weeks in the show, about 20 to 25 shows a month, mm-hmm. which is kind of a lot. So for a lot of people, they would say, y'all take a break out. Good, I can get caught up. Yeah, so a lot of people got caught up and stuff like that. And that was cool that people could. 
uh do that because you know we we don't want you to be behind but you know we got jobs to do and uh, we don't want people to feel ripped off that are caught up that's true um tons of stuff happened but before we get to that let's talk about this show theblackouttips.com is where you can find us uh itunes and stitcher the blackout tips just put in the blackout tips will come up leave us five star reviews we promise to read them on our feedback show that we do every saturday uh when we're not off uh you can also uh leave comments at our website vote in the polls and uh, become a premium subscriber at theblackouttips.com it's right there on your right hand side we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that that's really what keeps this whole thing going it you know, is that number goes down niggas gotta get jobs show goes back to a couple times a week mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like so uh thanks for everybody that does uh contribute and pitches in that way um you know proving uh so many people that uh we can do things if we're organized and uh professional about it mm-hmm. uh this podcast is sponsored today it is double sponsored uh it's brought to you by shadow dog productions you can help them for brand for free absolutely nothing free 99 by checking out their youtube channel and watching and liking videos uh just this week they uploaded a teaser trailer for their newest short film called you check it out and thanks everybody for the views and uh the likes and the clicks and all that stuff um i'm gonna go ahead and put it in the uh chat room so that uh people can uh can view it themselves and um you know if you want to take a a moment out during uh the show to like click on it or to you know save it for later or like it or something like that that would be a huge help because like i said it um it helps out the show and it helps mm-hmm. them out. So um, make sure you guys do that. Of course, we also have our uh, more more sexier uh, sponsor, which I need to find some sexy, 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 sexy music for. Um, let me look at my love and hip hop playlist. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got some good stuff on that. Spotify. Waited for you, there was no show. Some of that stuff actually be good, but it's so be mellow in the background that you be like, I just assume it's all bad. But when I listen to some of it, some of it ain't too bad. That's probably when uh, Benzino was telling uh, Stevie J you need to get back together with Mimi. Ah! Oh, sleaze. Oh, oh sleazo. Oh, I can't believe this. You know, you're my boy. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with the adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist like Mimi Faust in the offices of Vivid. Ah! Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. When you select your one item at 50% off, you can also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift so central, I can't even mention it on the radio. So when you're hanging on your expensive uh, shower rod, industrial shrimp, Make sure that you also are thankful that we got free shipping. Mm-hmm. So get that right away. It don't cost you anything extra, guys. Mm-mm. In fact, the shower rod is probably more than the, your item and the DVDs. So go to adamandeve.com for the special offer. 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT upon checkout. And you don't even have to pretend that you lost your DVD, ah! your, your video. On the trip. On the trip. You can just... You can just not have any shame about it, guys. Yeah, you won't have somebody. In, in fact, the way that started probably was to how the porn started. Hey, baby, you know them videos we had? Mm-hmm. They got stolen. So let's go ahead and do a, do a porn anyway. And that's, that's how the whole thing started. Get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. That's called TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. Mm-hmm. All right. 
the love and hip-hop list everybody that's my friend on facebook go follow that list <laughs> you can have love and hip-hop ratchetness all around just because it only comes on mondays doesn't mean that you can't have ratchetness all around your life all the time yes sir uh so uh plenty of stuff happened um i first just want to say uh as a quick random aside who decided that comedies need to be two hours i don't know that's a terrible decision that though. really needs to stop they need to be between an hour and 15 to an hour and a half max yeah. it's enough guys okay it's a, it's a goddamn enough all right let's get to some serious news um my angelo died angelou died she died she dead y'all um it was a pretty sad man you know um the worst part is uh, I, I was very well behaved for the record i nothing you now you was i didn't make one joke on twitter or anything no you didn't and luckily i didn't see anybody floating that david allegreer my angelou impression around because <laughs> that shit gets me 100 percent of the time i was so glad nobody hit us hit that up with sharing that on social media because then i might have had to laugh or share it but you know she died man um she was the ultimate vision of a lot of dreams a lot of um you know people have integrity and shit like that man um she's a person that went from like a child victim of rape to you know poet laureate for like america and shit like she was a bad motherfucker man um and uh she will be missed of course just seeing you can't have a scandal free uh death in america i'll never apparently the dispatch for 911 got suspended uh over the 911 call about her death oh yeah um which seems kind of odd because like what is that to say someone's dead send the police send uh send the medics right i mean what what else how complicated I, yeah. can your job be yeah their job is to be like a uh, uh fire medic or uh yeah, medic. the choir created a shift hold on what is this uh hold on Shit is yeah, they, stupid. let me uh let they me get re- trained into be like look what's the emergency this is the emergency calm people down let them know whatever they ask for was on the way like the job is i mean i'm not gonna say it's an easy job but right. you know you got protocol right it's not like they're saying hey man uh you're not a comedian going on stage where it's like hey can you um give us five minutes of material uh on this 911 call yeah that and the fact that uh you know that once you pick up a phone everything you say is recorded everything it ain't like they hide this shit from y'all you're recorded dog but it's not like they said um hey man can you feel time I like the news. Yeah, my, <laughs> my Angelo died. Um, but uh, we we need you to. <laughs> we feel, got two more minutes for the commercial break. Yeah, we need you to feel a little bit of time, man. Um, you know how it is, guys. Uh, just uh, do some of your um Black History material that might help. Uh, we got, you know, we got. I know you got. Uh, you know, you got a lot of stuff on that. Some some hot takes. Can you give us some hot takes on my Angelo's death? Yeah, give give, give us your material you've been working on. Yeah, what are you uh yeah, what have you been working on with uh regarding my angel? Yeah, at the nine one one ropes we had last month. So let me see if I can play this um without us getting oh wait, I think I made everything quiet. Uh oh. Uh volume should be back, but uh let me play this. We can and get back in there, keep doing compressions on her, okay? Okay. <laughs> 
This almost sounds like when you when you pocket dial somebody, mm-hmm. like you can kind of just barely hear a voice in the background. But it sounds like they set the phone down, and just left it on by accident. Let me see if I can. Hear it. it was racism was alive today because of something about black people yeah that's all i could hear i couldn't hear anything about oprah according to mm-hmm. um the article that sounds like a butt dial mm-hmm. uh it says uh they were criticized criticizing oprah winfrey in the middle of the emergency a dispatch from winston salem north carolina john ruck he's been a dispatcher for 24 years he's heard in the background making critical comments to someone about oprah Ruck, who did not actually take the call, is heard telling someone Oprah has fallen out of grace because of an interview she did where he claims he stated there are still generations of people, older people who were born and bred and marinated in it and that prejudice and racism and they just have to die. Ruck insists he used no racial slurs during the conversation, saying, unfortunately, I work a high profile job. Everything's recorded. The audio is hard to hear, but take a listen. I don't know, man. I, I mean, he got, I guess he got fired because you don't need to be giving your fucking opinion. <laughs> What about that don't people understand about a job? They don't pay you for your goddamn opinion. They pay you to do a job and go home. And you said it, and I agree. Jobs pay you not to do shit. Yeah. They don't pay you to do shit. They pay you not to be racist in your job. They pay you not to harass people. They pay you not to touch people's asses. They pay you not to do shit. That's what they pay you to do. They pay you to do very, very little. And the, the things that they pay you to do, they expect you to do it. And when you don't, you... Uh, get fired for those things yeah somebody that spoke so eloquently about race and all this stuff to die and then the big story become a 911 call but now the situation is just so 2014 you know it's so 2014 like one of the people that talked about loving humanity and loving even the people that uh are racist and oppressive to mm-hmm. you dies and then you have a dude like you know my problem with open Winfrey. <laughs> it's like uh, welcome to 2014, everybody. Um, the other huge news, and I'm almost kind of glad we were off this week because Me too. we would have been probably covering this every day. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there would have been a ton of uh, back and forth. Um, you know, because we had the week off, I was able to listen to a bunch of other people's podcast yes, and, and get and more of the story. Because as the days went on, more and more stuff got released. And, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the big news was uh, this Elliot Roger guy um, who shot up um, University of California, Santa Barbara, um, and uh, he left seven people dead, including himself. He killed three of his roommates who were men. Um, He shot uh, these other people in front of like sorority houses. He ran over people with his car. Um, Just, you know, a ton, a ton of stuff that, um, 
all bad obviously a uh, ton of stuff that he did um and it caused a lot of controversy apparently um something i didn't find too controversial uh, as far as things that were wrong here you know uh he's a person that uh, apparently has some mental illness mm-hmm. um uh he was getting help for it he had therapy and stuff but um he was able to still able to buy guns um still he was also a person that was um into these uh communities that were uh or i don't even know if community is the best word he was a person that was one of the people on the internet that complained about how women don't give him any sex mm-hmm. which is not an anomaly there's a ton of guys who not only uh do that shit but agree with them you know like yes. that that's the mentality mm-hmm. see it all the time the nice guy mentality i'm a nice guy why am i not getting pussy mm-hmm. he was pretty much obsessed with that um that was like his uh his main thing so uh it was a lot of people that were you know upset or whatever um and the discussion kind of moved from just about him to kind of society at large um and there was kind of some some pushback because you know i posted a picture when this first happened on uh, uh just some random people on twitter that when he died they were tweeting shit about him being a hero people made facebook pages saying he was a hero um a lot of guys you know were saying um you know this is women's fault because they reject nice guys and then this is what happens to them if you reject a nice guy so long eventually he'll turn angry or whatever and uh which is kind of crazy because mm-hmm. how is that a nice person it's not you know everybody thinks they're nice that's what's wrong with yes, the world now everybody thinks that they're the fucking good guy in their own story and everybody does you know some motherfuckers are just fucking evil um now he had a youtube video it was taken down but i think um they still had like links of it up places and shit like that uh, some people have been saying, you know, don't play it, play it, whatever. Uh, I do want to play some of it. I do want people to hear it. Um, I think it is important. Um, obviously, if you don't want to, you can turn the show off. But, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, like, hearing him sound all creepy and shit uh, goes a long way for this. So I, I'll play some. Hi. Elliot Roger here. Oh, and he posted this, like, right before uh apparently he went on to uh kill these people and some people have said like well shouldn't this shouldn't we be able to like have the police arrest these kind of people or whatever but i really don't know if you can because he didn't specifically threaten anyone no and and the thing is the way our country works you have to commit a crime like a lot of people want to get to the point where you arrest people prior to committing a crime and you can't do that like if it's a lot of people that be like motherfucker i kill you and might even think about killing you but if they don't kill you, no crime was being committed and you cannot be arrested. Well, if you say I'm going to kill a specific person, that's a threat. I'm saying yes. if you just say I'm angry and I want to hurt people, people like there's honestly not much anyone can do. Like, no. you know, it's kind of a freedom of speech issue, but it's, you know, it's like if you have a podcast, somebody's like, oh, man, I just want Tyler Perry's studio to burn down and then it burns down. It's like, well, can we should we look into this person? Or are we all understanding that that was satire or just someone ranting on the internet, you know, um, I, you know, it's just shit like this where it's like such a fine line and, you know, bigger point is we're trying to solve for an anomaly and I don't think you can, Mm -mm. you know, unless we're going to get some minority report shit 
we're always gonna have crazy people but anyway mm-hmm. let me let me play your shit well this is my last video it all has to come to this tomorrow is the day of retribution the day in which i will have my revenge against humanity against all of you for the last eight years of my life ever since i've hit puberty I've been forced to endure an existence of loneliness, rejection, and unfulfilled desires, all because girls have never been attracted to me. Girls. And he's just sitting in his car, by the way, um, with like palm trees in the background and looking right into the camera. The camera's on the dashboard. And and the thing about it, and it's funny though, the thing about it is that when you say that you're assuming that no woman's attracted to you and what about the women that are you don't want those women it's, well it's if, like the if women, that yeah this, this person is not rational no they're not you know like that's the thing people kept tr- keep trying to analyze this from a rational point of view from him stop it's a it's a waste of time is he's not a rational person not it doesn't like people kept acting like if he was quasimodo oh okay well he's ugly so that's why he had to kill those people oh no that don't it doesn't matter it doesn't no. matter what he looks like egomania is egomania like being crazy is crazy yeah being an insane person is being insane there's really nothing you can do to quantify this level of um you know uh, uh just being a sociopath gave their affection and sex and love to other men but never to me i'm 22 years old and i'm still a virgin i've never even kissed a girl I've been through college for two and a half years, more than that, actually, and I'm still a virgin. It has been very torturous. College is the time when everyone experiences those things such as sex and fun and, and pleasure. But in those years, I've had to rot in loneliness. It's not fair. You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you girls aren't attracted to me, but I will punish you all for it. It's an injustice, a crime, because I don't know what you don't see in me. I'm the perfect guy. The guy who's about to go out and kill a bunch of people. But other than that, you know, pretty good person. Um, He was found with... uh, uh, two with a Glock thirty four two six SAR. I don't know how you pronounce that. P two P two two sixes. So two more guns. Shit, and four hundred rounds of ammunition. So he was ready for the war. Uh, Thirteen people were injured. Um, in addition to the seven people that died, one of them including him. Um, and you know people have basically been like, well the first reaction a ton of guys had was well this isn't about misogyny because this is about everything else you know it's about mental health it's about access to weapons it's about gun laws it's about everything else except the fact this guy uh, obviously hated women um that's neither here nor there um to which you know i push back on because um it's fucking obvious and i have ears 
like it's not like you need to really get into it to be like oh this dude has a problem with women you know this is kind of a societal problem that we have together you know instead it was just uh what's the problem uh clearly he just has all uh he has he just has autism like well there's a lot of people with autism ain't gonna kill nobody right you know there's a lot of people with access to guns that aren't killing people there's a lot of people with uh you know in states with restrictive gun laws that do kill people like there's this is still an anomaly no matter how you saw for it but when a killer gives you seven minutes of his reasoning for why he needs to kill women and even the men he needs to kill he's going to kill because they get women which is uh just another form of misogyny and patriarchy where you're like these men's worth is defined by their ability to get women and i can't get any so i'm going to kill them because i'm jealous uh there's racist shit, shit that he wrote in like a 144 page manifesto i didn't read that shit because to be quite honest uh i read ta-nehisi coates article on reparations and that was much better fulfilling uh time for me um although it makes you wonder if ta-nehisi coates would have shot somebody if uh, yeah, more people would have read his shit um but um so so you know the thing was um there was a hashtag that started in the wake of this right uh, because obviously you hear this there's a lot of women who are chilled to the core from this mm-hmm. um to me the comparison i made was if a person the guy who went and shot up the jewish um the jewish center the neo-nazi dude um a couple of weeks ago two of the people he shot were actually christians okay I didn't hear one person, not one comedian, not one fucking podcaster, not one uh, article. I didn't hear one person going, well, he shot two Christians. So is this really about Jewish people? Everybody understood like, oh, that dude's a fucking crazy racist uh, hater. And he went to go kill Jewish people and he shot some Christians. But yeah, it ain't like he liked Jews now. Like, that's not a problem. That's part of the problem. People didn't go, well, it's a mental health issue. It's an access to guns issue. Jewish people don't need to talk about this. They went, yeah, obviously, this is a problem for Jewish people, too. Seems very, very point blank. So I compare this to that, where a guy kills three men, but his goal is to punish all the women. And you go, yeah, mm, this is about hating women. Don't really need, uh, you know, even more, uh, subtext in that. But, um, in the wake of this happening, a hashtag started, yes, all women, right? And the yes, all women hashtag was basically about, um, describing the pressure that is put on all women in society to quote unquote not reject men. This kind of ownership that everyone wants to have of women's sexuality, like you need to be fucking us. You owe us your pussy that, you know, that's what you need to do. Um, and I think a lot of men have that attitude. Yes, they do. You know, I don't think that that's such a, um, you know, I don't think that's such a, uh, uncommon attitude. Uh, I've heard men say it. Now, of course, they're not as extreme as this dude. They're not mm-hmm. gonna, they don't want to go out and kill a bunch of people. But, mm-hmm. you know, when one in three women who are murdered is at the hands of someone they're romantically involved at, with, I think we can say society wise, society wise, we have a problem with this. Mm hmm. And if women can't talk about it now, then when the fuck can they? Never. You know, because it's like this attitude of like, 
i think some people have gone so far against hashtag activism quote unquote they've gone so far against feminists online they've gone so far to where they've lost perspective and they are like republicans are about obama at this point yep where they're just against anything that these people are for so it's like if president obama says i'm against campus rape glenn beck has to do a video on why campus rape is overrated you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like they just can't help themselves and it's sad to see. And it is a version of misogyny. And I think the problem, uh, a lot of people had, cause I got in this discussion with these people on my Facebook page. And my main thing is, um, this dude's misogynistic denying that he is to me just makes you more suspect of being a misogynist. And I don't think there's too much. Um, I think the problem is, it's like racism, the word racist. Mm-hmm. People want to be racist, but they don't want to be called racist. Nope. You know, like Mark Cuban wants to basically talk about race, uh, being a racist in a, in a way, but then walk it back like, whoa, 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 don't say I'm racist. I'm just saying Donald Sterling and me, we have some things in common. Like, whoa, the, yeah, the racist shit. You know, that mentality is racist. Well, don't call it that. Call it something else so that I can feel not racist. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what happens with a lot of dudes, man. Like they, uh, at this point, I've seen more dudes trying to fight the hashtag, giving it more of a, um, giving it more ground than, than, than the people who were promoting it. Yeah. You're proving a lot of their points. Yeah. People were sharing their stories. Yes, they were. You know, and, and the reason that, um, it becomes just all women is because so many men feel a level of guilt when women start talking about these things uh, that happen to them. And they always chime in with, well, it's not all men. People understand that. It's, it's almost like, motherfucker, you don't got to tell us this. We understand this. But the proportion is so big that for you to act like it doesn't happen is the issue. Right. And I'm not one of these people that believes like it's men's responsibility to step in and get on these hashtags and promote them and tell other men. I really don't believe that. Honestly, cause I don't think motherfuckers, um, that do this shit are, uh, just misinformed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think on Twitter, the kind of person that wants to be a savage, that wants to be an asshole, that wants to be, um, to blame women for rape and shit. They don't give a fuck what I think. And then when you hear people talk about it, it's like, if a man ever does say something like, well, look, man, men should talk to men about rape because consent is da da da. Immediately. Oh, that's just a dude who wants to fuck all the feminists, bro. Immediately. Like, it's just like, I'm, I'm married. I'm not trying to fuck anybody, but yet that's what you hear anytime you speak up because they're always going to find a way to dismiss you because if you're, if you have a mindset like this, um, you're immediately going to jump to dismissal. That, yes, that. And like you said, how people treat uh, back to the race and racism thing is one of those things where dudes that don't rape, they know they don't rape. And it's just one of those things where, where you bring this up instead of them accepting the reality that dudes do rape, it's easier for them to say, well, I don't rape because I don't rape. As far as I'm concerned, there's no rape happening. And it's one of those things where it's dismissive to a lot of women. Yeah, it's not even because I don't do it. I think a lot of these dudes don't want to think about it. No, because it makes them feel bad. Yeah. And they know that and they know there's nothing they can do about and, it. And a lot of these guys harbor misogyny. They don't mm-hmm. like women. Like 
they don't like women quite honestly like like it's a certain amount of evidence where it's just like okay this dude doesn't like women now the problem is it's very common so it's like they instead of being honest with themselves like maybe i do have some issues with women it's this strong pushback like no fuck you i don't have a problem with women and you know i support women i just don't want them to ever 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 talk ever unless they're gonna agree with me about how women need to shut the fuck up i really don't need to hear a woman's opinion on anything like nope but but hey i'm not a sexist or misogynist just anytime a woman issue come up my first response is shut the fuck up go back to the kitchen yeah like unless i walk into a room on a in a in the middle of a brutal rape i don't want to hear a woman talk about rape yep you know what i mean and it's like well even then i might walk away and not say shit yeah that's tantamount uh in my opinion to uh being a misogynist or um you know uh sexism like it is the same and the thing is if you could admit it then at least you could be honest about it and maybe you could work on it or something. But if you don't even want to admit it, then you can't have a conversation. Yeah. And my- you're too caught up in how it makes you feel. It's like how white people don't have a lot of conversations about race because once they get the white guilt, they start pushing back rather than being like, well, I, I, I come from a home where we, well, I was the first one to go to college and my, my family was on welfare. And it's like, well, we're talking about a systematic issue. What the fuck this got to do with you? We can't even get to the whole discussion because you want to talk about you, not the whole discussion. When you like if your first response to seeing the yes, all women hashtag and all these women chiming in with their personal experiences with Mm -hmm. misogyny, sexism, uh, the pressure of society being approached by people. Mm -hmm. If your first reaction to that is um, I want to come out against it, something wrong with you. It is. It is. And it's one of those things where I don't know why people act like we can't have a multi-level discussion. Okay. Uh, we, gun laws. Okay. Racism. Okay. And sexism. Like, why can't we have right. a, a, a conversation about all three things? And, and the reason this part became the biggest part of the conversation is because people push back. That's it. Honestly, because what happened was this dude does this hideous crime. I think everybody can agree it was hideous, uh, can't we? And because it was steeped in misogyny and, and rhetoric that we find online and that feminists are constantly attacked with and bombarded with, uh, which is another problem. People want to see things from only their perspective. They don't realize that there's a lot of backlash to these women who do write this stuff, who do yes. uh, promote, um, you know, different different aspects of feminism. And a lot of this pushback comes from these trolls and these online forums and stuff with these guys who sit around and shit on women all day, right? Yep. We don't see that normally because most dudes don't fucking truck in that environment. Like, so for me, I'll never see the tweet on my timeline of some dude being like, shut the fuck up, bitch, you you stupid whore. I'll never see it because I don't fuck with that kind of dude. I don't know that kind of dude. Right. If I did, I'd immediately delete it, block them or whatever. I just it's not in my purview, but it is in these other people purview. The same way, like I said, when I log on Twitter pretty much every day, I get a hey, nigger, fuck you, you black piece of shit, monkey. I get that pretty much every day. I don't retweet it. I don't talk about it often. That's the way I've decided to deal with it. But it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. That's right. So when people basically push back on this and say, um, 
you know when when you get enough not all men feel like him not all men you're gonna find women going yeah well there is pressure on all of us and you're gonna find people who are gonna you know spread their their opinions and their their personal stories now that being said if there was no pushback this isn't even the biggest part of the story honestly Mm mm-hmm it would have went away. It would went away. Like, I still see people tweeting about it, and they're tweeting negative shit. And it's been a week. Mm-hmm. Who ha- who has the problem here? Right. You know what I mean? Like, who really has the problem? These people have moved on. Like, um, y- if you just want to, you know, uh, protect the um, rights of people to be misogynist, I mean, that's that's on you. But then don't be mad when people consider you part of the problem right you know that that's the only thing i'm saying is if you get considered part of the problem then you know deal with it take it don't try to fight it and lie oh no 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 i'm really a good person i just happen to never ever ever want these women to have an opinion other than that i'm on your side um let me know when an actual rape is happening at that moment i will rush out the bushes and hit the dude but other than that shut the fuck up you deserve it wearing those short skirts um <clears throat> so you know the the hashtag kind of started out of the fact that people were lionizing this dude people were posting these um you know a whole bunch of stuff like sympathizing with him like he was part of the tragedy like isn't it sad that women forced this man to do this he there were multiple facebook pages declaring him a hero yeah they have fan pages on facebook like it's actually a fan page on facebook yeah. The day started. The people have been trying to get banned and Facebook hit you back like, it ain't no problem. It's all right. You're like, yeah. nigga, what? And, you know, and honestly, like any hashtag, I guarantee you can cherry pick shit where it's like, this ain't have nothing to do with this or this person's just blaming something crazy, you know? And, um, you'd be right because there's a, a million, there's that many people chiming in at this point. True. Because that's how deep and, um, common a lot of the shit women face are that you're gonna find some women that are gonna chime in some men who are gonna chime in where you're like well that really doesn't have anything to do with the shooting or anything to do with the situation at, in, at hand and and you'll be absolutely right but that means you also disregard the thousands of other messages that were completely on point true like who who's disagreeing with these things you know um <laughs> But, but yeah, so, so that, that's the thing, man. It was, you know, a huge deal that people were fighting against that. And like I said, it was all on my Facebook page. It was kind of embarrassing, uh, for, I was almost embarrassed for a lot of dudes because I'm like, other people are reading this shit and you sound terrible. Yeah. And from a, uh, woman's, uh, perspective, it's just one of those things where it just makes you fucking furious. Um, for the simple fact that because men are in a position to where they now men do get raped, but most, most men are in a position to where they don't have to worry about that. They can go out on their own. They could be with their boys. They can do these things. And, um, that most dudes are considered okay for a woman. It's literally Every day, once you walk outside your doors, it is literally a battle for your life, for your pussy, 
until you get back home and shut and lock the door and turn on the alarm again. Yeah. It's like Sarah Silverman's joke. It's like a slow moving horror movie. Yes. But dudes don't have to worry about this because it is one of those things. And it also depends on where you live in the country. Um, because it's one of those things where, especially if you live in certain places where you have to walk or you have to use public transportation to get around and things like that. I know here in Charlotte, down south, it's more of a vehicle society, so you can kind of drive around, which kind of protects you from a lot of things. And it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, dudes do things to women and they don't think nothing about it. You know, every time you see a woman out and about it she it does not mean she wants you to speak it does not mean she wants you to holler at her it does not mean she wants to be acknowledged it doesn't mean that but it's one of those things where um you have dudes they do this all the time and because women do don't know if you're gonna be this crazy fucker right here or a normal rational human being they ignore you they keep walking uh, then you're a bitch you a whore you a slut a lot of women wear wedding rings they'd be like i'm married even if they're not because they don't want to deal with you do you know women give wrong telephone numbers dudes get wrong about that because if i say no and don't give you a goddamn number are you gonna punch me in my fucking face i don't know so it's just one of these things where women are in a constant 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 war every day and it's fucking overlooked and it's insulting and it makes women angry when you have these dudes say i don't rape okay you don't but what about your boy what about your friend what about your pal what about the person that 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 thinks having sex with me and even though i'm not in in a state of mind to consent is not rape what about those people and and the thing is that's who people are talking about and if it ain't you then it would be much easier to shut the fuck up that's all I'm saying. If it like as a dude is like when I saw this hashtag, I actually muted it. Not because I was like, oh, I disagree, but because I was like, I don't have anything to add to this discussion. I don't want to be, um, you know, stepping all in it. I'm not trying to be uh, educated by it. I've seen this uh, at this point hundreds of times on Twitter. I'm only muting it for my own peace of mind because I don't even want to think about it because because I don't live that. I don't have to live that experience. But reading about it is enough to just it, it'll fucking make you it'll make you go to a negative place. You'll be depressed because mm-hmm. because that shit is real. And I think what happens is a lot of people don't understand the fact that if we're going to accept that, even if you want to say the statistics are over 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 whatever like they're they're they're, it's too much like the statistics are 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 rounding up if you want to say that yeah yeah. even if you want to say that it's still happening so even if there's a lower percentage than whatever you feel is being reported you say well that's actually it's lower than that it's still happening and therefore if it's happening then you know that if women are saying they're being raped and you know women who say i was raped nothing happened to the guy or whatever then that means there's guys out here who are rapists that are getting away with it. Mm-hmm. And if women want to go online and vent about the idea of living in that society where these people are on the loose, why the fuck do you need to get between that? You know, because to be quite honest, there's probably a better chance that you can stop the next misogynist or the next rapist than you can stop the next fucking gun nut because the gun nut lobby is already behind that. Like people are like, this is a gun issue. Yeah, well, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? Because the last 17 of these are gun issues and not one law has been passed. Mm-mm. If anything, guns have gotten less restrictive in, in many cases where <laughs> yes, the assault rifle ban has had, was, was lift, lifted. So 
if you want to talk about having a fruitful discussion, then at this point, the gun discussion isn't even a fruitful discussion. The mental health discussion isn't a fruitful discussion. Why? Because the NRA has put millions, if not billions of dollars behind that fight to make sure that nothing goes anywhere on that. Right. So we're going to talk about something that might be able to, to affect change. Maybe a discussion about the misogyny behind this particular gunman might affect change. Why would you not want the conversation to happen? How are you inconvenienced by this conversation happening? You can choose not to take part of it. Yes, you can. You don't have to be involved. Mm-mm. And like, honestly, what is the end goal? What are you actually against? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my, this, like, this is the thing that drove me crazy all week and I'm glad I didn't get to talk about it was what the fuck is your goal in this conversation? Okay. We won't bring up yes, our women. Now what? What's going to change? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, like, oh, now we finally shut those women up that wanted to talk about the commonality of racism, uh, I mean, of misogyny, sexism, and harassment. We finally shut them the fuck up. Now the problem went away. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are these women no longer being harassed now? Are they no longer, you know, um, are they no longer being, is this rape going down because they didn't hashtag about it? No. Like, what the fuck does it, like, what would it even matter to you? Wow. It really was that crazy to me. Like, it was, you know, um, even with the cancel Colbert shit, I never tweeted that hashtag. I never mm-hmm. told people not to do it. I didn't fight anybody because honestly, I, I thought that one was stupid and still stayed out of it. Yep. Like that is crazy to me to want to fight these people. It's it's fucking insane. Anyway, um and the most important part that was insane to me was how many people that would claim to be well meaning decided that this was not about misogyny at all. Mm-hmm. So therefore it was not worth discussing. Yeah. And to which I call those people misogynist. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it was one of those things where I think for me. I just, I watched people a lot. So I just watched and looked at people and I was like, oh, okay, so this is how you really feel. Because a lot of times when people put things out on social media, you fail to realize people do watch, people do look, people do pay attention. And it's one of those things where I was like, okay, so this is how you really feel about women, you know. How do you read or hear this shit when he says, I will slaughter every spoiled, stuck-up, blonde slut I see inside there, talking about going down to a sorority house and shooting it up. Because he went there first. Yeah, that's where he went. All these girls I've desired so much, they would all they would have all rejected me and looked down on me as inferior an inferior man if I ever made a sexual advance towards them. While they throw themselves at these obnoxious brutes, I'll take great pleasure in slaughtering all of you. But it's not about women, guys. It's not about women at all. You will finally see that I'm in truth the superior one, the true alpha male. Yes. I am, I, after I've annihilated every single girl in the sorority house, I will take to the streets of Isla Vista and slay every single person I see there. All the popular kids who live such lives with hedonistic pleasures while I've had to write in loneliness for all these years. They've all looked down upon me every time I tried to go out and join them. They've all treated me like a mouse. Well, now I've got, I will be a god compared to you. Like this, even the people that he, the other people he hate that aren't women, he hates them because they get women mm-hmm. or because they get sex, most importantly, because he From defines women. He defines all women as sex, basically. Um, and the thing is, sure, there's fucking egomania in there. There's gun control issues in there. There's mental uh, illness, mental illness issues in there. There's gun law issues in there. Mm-hmm. There's also misogyny in there. 
and it can be discussed because if this dude was saying the same shit about going to kill a bunch of niggers or faggots we'd all be discussing homophobia and yes. racism ad nauseum with no fucking compunction about it nobody would be like well well, shouldn't we really be talking about the mental illness we'd be like yes we can talk about mental illness and this dude hates black people and this dude hates gay people whatever jews the other thing about this that i was thinking is are we at a point maybe we're not and maybe i'm being too radical with this idea but i ran it by on twitter just thinking out loud i wonder if we're uh, ever going to get to a point where we can recognize misogyny racism sexism that's kind of a mental illness or at least a societal condition, a social illness. I don't know what you would call it, but some sort of like your brain is fucked up and maybe people don't want to do that because it's way too commonplace. It is. It is. You know, it's like, well, it's actually normal to be racist. So we can't stigmatize it, quote unquote, by calling it anything other than normal. But if, if we recognize that it's wrong to think this way, um, that, you know, maybe like, what if we treated it? like something you could get therapy for or something you could um you know uh seek counseling for or you know if uh, something like maybe you could get medicated for it or something i don't i don't know the answer to these questions but i know that just ostracizing people hasn't seen the work like i mean it's working over of course over the long point but for some people it's just not working you know yeah. and i don't know that it would save a dude like this because he had therapy and shit mm-hmm. um I just think he, we're trying to solve for an anomaly when we talk about guys like this. But I'm, but just like the yes, all women hashtag, I'm not even talking about this dude anymore. I'm talking about when I see people on Facebook tweeting misogynistic things and you see people saying racist shit just commonly throughout society. Mm-hmm. Part of me wonders like, you know, what if we could view them as someone who needed help and not just someone who's an asshole so that we could write them off? But what if we could literally be like, you need help for that? You need, mm-hmm to be in a situation where you're counseled or you're kind of, you know, at least your thought process is like giving some type of uh, something to bounce off of because the things you're saying are, are wrong and harmful. Yes. And everybody ends up being hurt in the long run. It's something that you said that sticks with me. A lot of people treat racism as difference of opinion, not a way of life for a lot of people. Yeah. They, they, when they talk about it, talk about it in the abstract. They talk about it like we're, we're trying to solve a statistic problem. They talk about it, you know, as if, oh, well, da, 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 da. Okay end the discussion move on or they talk about like they're getting fucking points like it's a debate yeah. club when when at the end of this conversation i still have to deal with with racism i still have to deal with sexism you have the option of walking away and not having to deal with it or talk about it or be around it if you opt not to i think also, but to me it's a way of life i think also people uh another part of this that is hard for i think regular people to admit um, but it, I think it's, it's one of the reasons that it'll hold us back from treating people who are racist, sexist, and homophobic as partially the victims of society and the victims of being taught these things. Yeah, because they're taught. Is that seeing those people as victims of not having control, of not being quote unquote to blame, really would make us lose our attachment to judging them. So nobody wants to view it that way because if I actually said, well, maybe this dude was kind of taught by society that, you know, women are scum and owe everybody sex, then it's like, well, no, 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 no. That absolves him of all guilt. And therefore it also means we can't judge him. And, you know, I need to be able to judge this guy 
because we're angry. And I think, you know, when you're angry, you do want to judge people. I'm not saying I'm above it. I'm like, fuck this dude, too. But I wonder if that's part of what holds us back from even discussing the possibility of treating people, quote unquote, um, Mm -hmm. you know, is because, we, you know, it would it would make us not able to say that a person Mm -hmm. like Donald Sterling is is just a piece of shit. The end. Yeah. And a lot of times even in that is one of those things where people across the board have uh if the, even if they're not aware of it you have been around and you have talked and you have seen no matter what nationality you are somebody that does not like another class or group of people because of their race and it's almost something that you almost can't escape but it's one of those things where you have to uh be above it, which is hard for a lot of people to do if all uh, your family members, all your friends, is, and this is normal to you. So why would you think there was anything strange? And it's also, to me, it, it, it comes down to the fact that as a society, we would literally have to talk about why do we feel this way. Right. And once you get to why do you feel this way, that's where people put up these walls they don't want to talk they don't want to discuss that's when you get the uh well i didn't do it and that's when you get the uh, and people don't want to admit how common it is it's very common like that's the thing is like maybe killing somebody's not common killing or killing a bunch of people isn't common killing the person your spouse is common killing um or or just this attitude you know these uh forms where you have pickup artists and you have quote-unquote beta male forms and forced celibacy forms on the internet that is common like there's communities of this if you won't admit to the communities then you can go ahead and shit on the women for doing the yes our women shit that's what happens as long as you don't admit that there's a problem then you make it seem like the people complaining about the problem caused the problem and as a black person in america i've experienced this so many times that i am now wary of people that have that attitude sorry you know you're 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 wrong like you're just wrong there's no two ways to look about it because when it's i've i've experienced it you know what i'm saying like that's why i always tell people i'm not a fucking ally i haven't been taught how to think i don't um like run to uh Oh, this is a gay issue. Let me run to some gay people to tell me how to think. I really don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what I do is I make comparisons in my head because I am black and I'm in America and I can make parallels to race. And I'm like, that is fucked up. It's very easy for me to see because I can just put it in those terms in my head. And this is one of those situations where if somebody was talking about killing all the niggers, but they happen to kill three white people because they had black friends and then they wouldn't kill black people. I would be like, yeah, that's still that dude's a racist and racism started this. Yes. And then you could go, well, you know, mental illness. I'd be like, yeah, mental illness is in there, too. It's on the gun, list. Gun laws, too. But but yeah. you won't tell me I can't fucking talk about this. I know that much. Yes. And, and but you want to be the good guy, too. I'm not a sexist. No, you don't get to have both. How about that? Um, But, yeah, I, I just think. Anyway, I these are all just random thoughts I had in my head thinking about it, man. Like, yeah. go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. No problem. And I think for me, the most... um frustrating and the most irritating part the quote-unquote discussion is not having a discussion that's not a goddamn discussion the the dis- they want to shut down the conversation yes period they just don't want and it's not even they want to shut down first of all they do want to shut down conversation you yes. know why here's why because you're not gonna have the gun conversation Mm-mm. that's why i know you're being disingenuous 
all the people that took the time out to bash the yes all women shit didn't spend a fucking second talking about gun laws mm-hmm. mental illness uh anything of st- substantive uh value they spent all this time taking shots at women for having a fucking audacity to start a hashtag but somehow they're the good guys get the fuck out of here man like it's it just made me so mad. Like I said, I was glad we didn't talk about it because me I would have been more upset me too. that day. Yeah, I, I I think for me, as the uh, week went on, I've kind of got my thoughts together and more of calmed down. Because, yes, uh, just reading and just seeing everything, all the stuff on Twitter. And I think Facebook was even worse than Twitter. Yeah, it um, was. It was. I just began to look and and it would just make me fucking furious. And it was just one of those things where uh, I've said it and I will continue to say it. Women are second class citizens, period. Women, period, regardless of what color, race, creed, or ethnicity. If you have a vagina and a lot of people's mind and even in some women's mind, you're second class. You don't deserve the same rights. You don't you don't deserve the same choice. You know, you can't make up your mind. You're very idiotic. You're stupid. Your whole purpose, your whole existence from the time you are born to a lot of these people who think like this is to get married, to look for a husband, to have kids, to just do what is the quote unquote traditional thing. And anytime you want to step outside of that traditional thing, it becomes an issue. Anytime you want to speak up about things that affect you, it's an issue. Anytime you want to say, Hey, I got my own thought process. I don't want to follow the path that has been laid before me that you say I have to take. I don't want to get married. I don't want to have children. I don't want a husband. When you begin to speak these things up, everybody's like, bitch, what do you mean you got your own mind? What do you mean you got your own choice? I want to have sex with as many people as I want to. I, you know, once you start doing these things, I want the right to have an abortion. I want the right to marry a man or a woman or anybody I want to. Once you start speaking up and once you start saying things, society is designed for women to just shut the fuck up. And as a woman, it's very fucking frustrating to go where I have my own mind. I have my own thought process. I am not here for you to beat and abuse and treat like shit and go, well, everything's all right. Take it. Why? Because you're a woman. And it's one of those things that is that when men come across and they say these things, you're looking at them like, motherfucker, I am 36 years old. And I can guarantee you most women that I have had any conversation with, even women that I, even other women podcasters that I have talked to have been sexually assaulted. Some have been raped. Some have been beaten. And it's one of those things where if I can talk to just general women and most of us have had some form of attack, Against our will, it's an issue. It's a motherfucking issue. Yeah, and the thing is, they want to go, well, there's no connection between that and this. And it's like, well, when the guy's saying shit like, and girls, all I ever wanted was to love you and to be loved by you. I wanted a girlfriend. I wanted sex. I wanted love, affection, adoration. You think I'm unworthy of it. That's a crime that can never be forgiven. If I can't have you, girls, I will destroy you. You deny me happy life and in return, I would deny all of you life. It's only fair. When, like I said, when you are looking at that, when you're thinking about the statistics of people being sexually assaulted, being domestically, uh, you know, having violence thrown against them and shit, how the fuck can you go? No connection. You forced me to suffer all my life and now I force you all to suffer. I've waited long for this. All of you, all you girls who rejected me and looked down upon me 
and you know treated me like scum while you gave yourselves to other men all of you men living a better life than me all of you sexually active men i hate you i hate all of you so yeah it's like anytime you can look at that and go yeah that's not about misogyny at all that's and, and the people that the thousands of people online defending him, calling him a hero, tweeting things of sympathy towards yeah, him. That made me even matter. Yeah. But but apparently that doesn't exist. If you just close your eyes and look away, you can blame it all on the, pe- the people that are discussing it and fighting back against that. Because no one should fight back against the people that say that. Right. Everybody. It's a, I, you should take the time out to fight against feminists, but nobody should take the time out to fight against somebody who's dumb enough to go. Yeah, women deserve this. Mm-hmm. Why? Because a lot of women are treated as property. Yeah, it's just it's one of the most idiotic women hating, women bashing things I've ever experienced. It was amazing. Yeah. Like I, I've my opinion has been lowered of so many people in the it past sure has. few weeks. Just, just you know, sitting back observing, not even having to interact with them, just sitting back and observing the their point of view on this, and you're like, oh yeah, these people are fucked up. You know, sometimes you forget. Um, uh, there was uh, more stuff about him. Uh, five things you need to know about him, apparently. This is um, Hollywood life because we have to make these people stars. Yeah. Uh, he planned the Deadly Rampage. So he, hours before he uh, released, uh, hours before the shooting, he released his retribution video. Uh, that was the one we played some minutes of. Um, he targeted sorority girls. He was treated, being treated by multiple therapists, like for people that want to blame his parents and say, you should know his parents had him going to therapists. Sometimes you just can't stop these things. That's right. Well, I think the fact that he wasn't looking hideous is going to lead to probably him having, like, he will be lionized. He'll probably be on the cover of Time Magazine or some shit or mm-hmm. get a, a movie or something. Mm-hmm. He was allegedly a member of an anti-woman group and wrote a 141-page manifesto about the killings. Uh, poorhate.com, which is pickupartistshate.com. Um, but yeah, um, these anti-women groups are on the internet. It's not really that, um, uh, uncommon. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. We actually had some interaction with the poor hate thing because one dude on that site tried to take credit for making our show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, um, if you're if you're a member of a anti-woman group online that means you're not alone that means there's an entire mentality behind you maybe not all these people own guns but when they're when you die and they go he's a hero it might piss some women off and they might start a hashtag and maybe you should uh sit back and shut the fuck up sonny let them let them vent let them let them push back against that because i'm sure you don't agree with those people do you for certainly you don't agree with them do you why wouldn't you fight them if that's where the fight is? Uh, he has a connection to Hollywood. Apparently his father was assistant director to Hunger Games in 2012, um, which, you know, people cared about for some reason. Speaking of Hollywood connections, um, mm-hmm. Debra Emery, um, wrote an article about, um, a- actually she's not even the person, um, that started the article so she she wrote the synopsis and hornaday is a film critic and she wrote an article that said that um it kind of pointed the finger at um seth rogan and judd apatow as participants in the mentality that um spawned 
Elliot Roger. Okay. Well, I don't understand. What's the, what's the connection here? Yeah, I, I felt that she was off in her take, but you know, um, so she says, uh, I'll just start. First of all, she gave a lot of credit to how good the video looked to start off with. And, uh, I, I thought that was kind of, kind of weird, but okay. Um, indeed is, 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 is as important as it is to understand Roger's actions within the context of the mental illness he clearly suffered. It is just as clear that his delusions were inflated, if not created by the entertainment industry he grew up in. Now, this, like, to me, this is where the, um, speculation starts because he didn't say that. No, he didn't. You know not. what I mean? Like, in the manifesto, like, it, like, I would be okay with her speculating if this guy's like, I just came from neighbors and let me tell you something. Uh, I hate women and this is why, cause, you know what I mean? Like, he seemed to be pretty fucking straightforward about his problems. Mm-hmm. But okay, we're gonna put it at Hollywood's doorstep. Uh, with his florid rhetoric of self-pity, aggression, and awkwardly forced evil laugh, Rogers resembled a noxious cross between Christian Bell's slick sociopath and American psycho and the thwarted womanizer of Jane Tobacks, the pickup artist, and every Bond villain in the canon. Um, as Roger bemoaned his life of loneliness, rejection, and unfulfilled desire, and arrogantly announced that he would now prove his own status as the true alpha male, he unwittingly expressed the toxic double helix of insecurity and entitlement that comprises Hollywood's DNA. For generations, mass entertainment has been overwhelmingly controlled by white men whose escapist fantasies so often revolve around vigilantism and sexual wish fulfillment, often, if not always, featured a steady through line of casual misogyny. Rogers' rampage may be a function of his own profound distress, but it also shows how a sexist movie monoculture can be toxic for women and men alike. See, this is, and this is always a leap that people take that I refuse to, to grant them, which is nope. the idea that entertainment dictates criminal behavior. And it does not. Especially abstract anomaly criminal behavior. So like the idea that, well, he's, there's a move, there's movies out there. So that leads to him going to kill these people or the attitude that kills these people. But there's always been movies. I disagree with that because before there were movies, people were killing women. You know what I mean? Uh, before there was movies, there was slavery. Before there was movies, you there know. There was misogyny. Yeah, like, like women have, um, you know, through the long lens of time, right? Um, women in America probably have never had it better than this moment. I ain't that the truth. We'll never have it better than 10 years from now and 20 years from now and 70 years from now and a hundred years from now. It's like I say, as a black person, if I could be born a hundred years from now, I'd rather be born that day. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing against my life right now, but it's going to be better in the future. The way that, uh, the trend is going, you know, it's going, the trend is arcing towards, better shit the further you get along right if you go back a hundred years it's like ooh, bad time to be black <laughs> real bad you know um so you go back a hundred years bad time to be a woman hundred years before that even worse time hundred years before that ooh, that's the worst too like <laughs> oh but like, ooh, the black plague was back then i'm good so to blame it on something as recent as hollywood it, to me you might as well blame it on books or plays or mm-hmm. fucking scrolls Music. yeah uh <laughs> etchings in a stone tablet like like writings on caves the problem is humans it's not the entertainment it's humanity humanity has always been the problem yes it has so to see her try to like wedge in this issue with seth rogan and apatow who 
have problem have issues all throughout their shit. They're they're human beings and they make entertainment. They got some issues. Mm-hmm. It's about whether or not you can tolerate their issues or not. And a lot of people just don't like these motherfuckers, so they gonna catch hell. Period. There's a ton True. of things that happen besides this fucking shooting that you don't need to lay at their doorstep in order to hate them. But I feel like people are throwing this at their doorstep to try to be like, and this is another thing that's the problem with y'all. You know, not to mention, like, there was a time in Hollywood where three of the major studios, three of the six, were headed by women. They still put out shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's an infatuation that the audience has with these fat, with these, um, with these movies because they believe in it. Not that I believe these movies necessarily lead to anything, but people want to see a certain story. Mm-hmm. And the trope is, and this is the thing that, that she, doesn't acknowledge because in her thing she's like see the man always gets a hot chick no matter what he looks like here's the thing that that she didn't acknowledge and so many people don't acknowledge it's hollywood so seth rogan is not an unattractive dude at the bar on saturday in charlotte north carolina true for a lot of women he might clean up seth rogan is unattractive by Hollywood standards and he plays that role on purpose. True. He still has a square jaw. He still is taller than your average dude. Uh, he still gets his hair, uh, you know, done at some fucking, uh, by makeup artists and all this shit in the back. He's Hollywood. Uh, supercuts. <laughs> now these movies all operate on the same pretty much stupid ass principles, which is that there's a guy in the movie that always looks better than Seth Rogen mm-hmm. every fucking time. And guess what? Every fucking time that guy's a terrible person. He's cheating on you. He's doing whatever. He's, he doesn't pay attention. He works too hard. They, they always cast the Joe McHale dude to be a dick face. Always. And then for the woman, what we never talk about is, sure, the woman they eventually go for is always attractive, but there's always a more attractive woman too. Mm-hmm. there's always a more attractive woman and you don't pick her why because she's a terrible fucking person yeah. she's controlling she hates fun she cheats on you there's always some catch why because hollywood is stupid and they tell us the same story over and over <laughs> yes they do and it honestly in my opinion doesn't have anything to do with elliot roger or um even seth rogan for that fact mm-hmm. or judd apatow or whoever's being successful right now this shit's been going on forever and you always will pick the mousy chick that actually is hot once she takes off her glasses and lets her hair down and they'll always pick a brand new person yeah and they'll always pick the guy who isn't the most chiseled with the abs but he goes to work and he cares and you know what and all the people in these movies are always terrible people they're all terrible they're all flawed fucked up individuals that's why the story's interesting because they're making bad decisions the whole movie. And then finally, for some reason, they get together at the end because they're the most likable people. That's it. But to try to lay all that shit at the footstep of Hollywood was just so, such a force. And then to throw in Apatow and Seth Rogen was such a force. It was just like, people don't like these niggas as is for good reasons. Yeah, that's true now. No need to throw these bad reasons in. How about the fact they say racist shit with no black people in the movie for any reason other than the check their bags (laughs) how about that you know uh but yeah i just i don't know it just seemed like such a force man like when i read that i was just like and and this is what criticism has become now and some people think this is what makes it good and what makes it or 
what makes it the best is when you can relate something that's not even about the movie to something in real life. And I, as a, just a fan of reading reviews of movies, I'm not for that. I don't like that. I Me think it's, either. most people are terrible at it and they force shit and you end up with a lot of bad writing like this. Whole lot of bad writing. You know? Um, but yeah. And, and honestly, I don't think that they're part of the problem, um, in that context, in that way. Cause the, cause they never like grab a woman by the arm like, you owe me this sex. Completely different. It's a completely different mindset, you know? It's this idea. You're my property woman. Yeah, it's this idea of all love stories, which is, sure, we could pick something superficial like just looks, but at the end of the day, we're gonna pick the best person. The problem is these films always have two people that ain't shit, and that's why the movie is good. Because if you put a bunch of people that was worth a damn, it'd be the most boring fucking movie in the earth. <laughs> yes, it would be, quote unquote, almost real life. Yeah, stop using a movie to judge relationships and killers and shit off of. It's a fucking movie. <sighs> Might as well blank Terminator, Grand Theft Auto. At least they skipped Grand Theft Auto this time. Thank Good. God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I should be happy with that nerds got the week off, right? Yeah, y'all did. Um... So, uh, yeah, and there's, and there's like another person wrote an article on Salon about the entire, um, uh, basically community of online forced celibacy, which is people who are involuntarily celibate because they can't get anyone to have sex with them. And yeah, there's communities for it. And there's a lot of people that, uh, respond to it, um, online and they leave these terrible messages like, what happened, um, uh, the, on the blog called That Incel Blogger, this guy write, what happened is punishment for evil and violence of feminists and liberals. Any of you supporting atrocities like women's suffrage, immodest clothing, child support, alimony, no ban on adultery, ban on prostitution, lack of female premarital chastity, all the things that drove this young man to be unable to find a girlfriend are disgusting, horrible people, and you created a culture where this is possible. Another person on the site, uh, coalpha.org, a poster responds to, uh, news of the killing spree and says, society would rather perish than change its ways, even without fixing modern women. Legalized prostitution could easily prevent at least some of these killing sprees. The people of modern culture are stupid beyond help. They refuse to understand that if you kick a nice dog enough times, it will become a mean dog. No dog is entitled to even one bone, they say. Um, but you know, he's alone. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, no support group, I see. He was, uh, he was rejected by some of the communities because they thought he looked too good, hadn't had money. So they were like, you can't be part of our group either. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be broke? Yeah. Good looking rich. He could have had female attention most of us only dream of. He could have flown anywhere in the world and had, with the money he had. There were places where he could have found a good non-feminist wife. I have no idea why he didn't try that, said these people. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, just people act like no one should say anything back to these people. We should just act like they don't exist and they'll go away and, it's like, well, it's just people on the internet. Hey, 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 you, but motherfucker. They, hey, you, you, you right here. But they real people. Hey, hey, you. You're a person on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's a person on the internet. Okay? They're all some crazy motherfucker somewhere typing that dumb shit. And they mm-hmm. exist. Yes, they do. 
so i don't i don't even know what that fucking means it's just a person on the internet yeah mm-hmm, so am i to somebody a true so that it just i don't know man i've never seen dumber shit this week than <laughs> i'm so glad we was off because this is probably like the comments the coolest because man we probably been furious if we had to talk about this for a whole damn week yeah it was amazing <laughs> Wow, well, it's, uh, it's been a week, but there's more breaking news, Karen. What are we, day 15? Breaking news, breaking news, day 47. Yes. Solange Gate, after a brief elevator scuffle with uh, brother-in-law Jay-Z, Solange Knowles has reportedly seen a notable rise in digital track sales. According to Hip Hop DX, um, data shows that the singer's digital track sales jumped from 600 to 2,000 over the course of one week. Woo! The elevator fight has quickly put Beyonce's younger sister on the national media radar. So look, if you can't sell albums, you just need to catch Jay-Z in the elevator, ladies. That's the problem. Yeah, make your sales immediately go up. Mm-hmm. You get to Solange Gate Day 27 and uh, still have breaking news, man. I'm amazed. More breaking news. Arsenio Hall show was canceled after one season. Didn't they say they had was going to extend it for second season? It was like, never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what happened. Uh, I don't know, but I know if he would have known it was getting canceled, he would have brought the minister back. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my favorite character. Uh, Hall's bid to recreate the success he enjoyed 20 years ago failed to find a big enough audience in the ever crowded TV market. I don't understand late night TV anyway. I don't watch any of it or get why anyone watches it. The structure is terrible. I hate the way it's structured. Yeah. It's boring. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really just don't get it, man. People like Prince is on late night. Okay. And I can catch the clip on YouTube. Yeah. If it's something happens good, they'll put it on YouTube anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it was funny because when uh, I think it was David Letterman announced his retirement, some people speculated that maybe Arsenio Hall should have got a chance, but shit. Not only did he not get a chance, he lost his show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show is in reruns and won't presume, resume production. The last original episode may uh, air May 21, 21st. So uh, if you were watching May 21st, you watched the last episode of Arsenio. And what station did it come on? Does that make a difference too? Um, I want to say it came on like, wb or cw or something okay like it wasn't yeah yeah it, it wasn't one of the quote-unquote kings of like the late night so he was on one of those off stations yeah i don't think it was uh nbc cbs or ABC, abc which yeah which is for some reason those are the channels that everybody watch i don't know and my thing with a kind of late night that shit comes on like 12 1 in the morning mm-hmm. uh, i guarantee you people put that shit on and go to sleep on it the average person does not watch that yep so now the late night talk show uh format is uniformly hosted by white dudes again mm-hmm. so everyone that is a keeper of uh that the score you guys are winning again ray j got arrested at a beverly hill hotel oh did it hit somebody first <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. Police arrested singer Ray J at a Beverly Hills hotel. They say he became belligerent with the staff, kicked out a patrol car window, and spit at an officer. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. 
uh a statement from beverly hills police department says officers came to the hotel friday evening to investigate a report that the 33 year old singer had inappropriately touched a woman at the bar so maybe he did hit first or hit on her first i know touched her first he did something first yes all women gotta run from ray j (laughs) yes they do you better officers found the contact was incidental and the singer agreed to leave i guess how do you prove it right true it's like grab somebody's ass and it's like get your hands off of me it's like my bad that was an accident i'm calling the cops hey your ass was in the way yeah her ass is in the way of my hands baby (laughs) yes officers found that it was instrumental so both but police say ray j whose legal name is william ray norwood then refused to leave became unruly and used his feet to shatter a patrol car window after being taken into custody a representative for ray j declined to comment about the rest the arrest what did he say i suck a nigga mm-hmm. i suck that nigga the charges including vandalism resisting arrest and battery on police officer ray j is the brother of singer actress brandy norwood remember when that used to be the lead brandy's brother mm-hmm. damn brandy fell off yes 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 she has mm-hmm. uh but yeah ray j got arrested uh utah high school is in trouble administrators at a utah high school are defending their decision to photoshop yearbook photos deemed too sexy they say they covered up exposed shoulders and cleavage but some girls claim the photoshopping was inconsistent with girls getting entirely different outfits the superintendent says students were warned and the practice has become standard in the yearbook industry we only apologize in the sense that that uh, we want to be more consistent with what it is that we're trying to do. In that sense, we're hoping that uh, we can help kids better prepare uh, for their futures by knowing how to dress appropriately for things. They didn't <gasps> tell you before they edited it, they didn't give you an option to fix it, so you look funny in your yearbook picture. I feel like they put names in a hat and pick and chose who. And there are plenty of girls who ended up wearing thicker tank tops, and half of them got edited and half of them didn't. <laughs> by the way the photoshop is so bad yes it is like they were just like black fill in black on everything um but yeah it's it's, i mean because i mean don't you pay for a professional photographer shouldn't you be like uh baby yo 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 uh strap short or either lay down things like no tank i mean just gave regulations to some shit you let children take pictures and and it's not but this is the thing I already know people that can't visually see it are already thinking like, oh, okay, so they had like just the nipples were covered. No, no. these are women. These are little. These are girls in not even sexually revealing photo. It's no. just like their shoulder was out, and these these motherfuckers took it back to goddamn uh, nineteen fifty two Puritan standards and were like, no shoulders out, no dancing in the rockery. Yeah, my thing is like, who determined it? And like this, like she say. It's not consistent because it's like they basically went through. I bet you some girls probably didn't even get touch-ups, and then some did. It looked like on some of the pictures they did it on one half and left the other half fine. So now you, like she say, now you got people looking like a fucking fool when they probably look better if you hadn't touched up, touch, uh, retouched the photo. The most important thing here is there, there's nothing revealing about these these pictures, though. And on now on top of that, a bigger question. Were they only targeting females? Of course they were only targeting females, Karen. Because females got titties? Yes to all, yes, all women, Karen. As you would say, yes to all women. Yes, but, yes to all women. Yeah, but, but of course, the, because we in this society believe that we should be able to control 
a woman's sexuality and part of that control is controlling what she wears and if she has her shoulders out apparently that's too much for high school in utah also um, you see a shoulder next thing you know you're pulling your dick out and coming in her underarm you didn't know that you can't help yourself you're being teased all the time by these 13 year old girls fuck you but if that's the case what well, uh my, my my thing is is this is when did they start this who approved this like is it that important yeah, well, you know how you got to come on a shoulder blade every once in a while. You know? Yeah, so I'm pretty sexy. Might as well just be like little whores. What they might as well just call them. Hey, look at these little whores. <laughs> They're show, <laughs> with their shoulders out. Showing ankle. How dare you show neck? Is that some fucking ankle? Ugh. What is, who raised you? <laughs> you know what I'm like? Armpit? No, ma'am. <laughs> who, who raised you to think that it's okay to have your armpit out, you disgusting whore? That is the problem here. Ugh. Uh, speaking of sl- shaming these women, uh, Glenn Beck had a segment on his show where he dressed a, a guy up in a wig and had a anti-rape expert on to uh, discuss how women uh, apparently are mistaken about this whole rape thing. Because uh, the president uh, just started a new initiative about educating people about college uh, sexual assault. And, uh, of course, uh, now Republicans are for sexual assault. You know, president's against it. So we got to be for it. Got to score these points. It's only reasonable, Cam. a great uh, piece for us tonight. Yeah. So uh, one of the statistics they used with this killer was that nearly one in five American women report being raped at some time. Completely untrue statistic. And Stu absolutely tears it apart because, yeah, they inflate all these assault numbers. There's this, like, okay, two things here. One, completely untrue statistic because we say so. We don't need to back this up with any statistics of our own. Yeah, any facts or any yeah. of our own studies that we ran, right? Here's the other thing. Do women feel about this woman the way black people feel about black people that do fucked up shit in the name of blackness? Like, uh, I was on a firestarter.com podcast and boss, I was talking about how he felt about Terry Crews saying that people need to forgive donald sterling and all this shit and it made him kind of upset like do women when women when they see women saying shit like clearly this this statistic is completely untrue and women are making up these rapes like and she's a woman like is there any part that's like what the fuck's wrong with you ain't that the truth or i almost and not to be insulted i almost want to ask have you been raped do do you know what it's like? Have you been sexually assaulted for you to maybe act she's like it been, doesn't ex- exist? I mean, maybe she's been convinced it's her own fault that's a that's what a lot of this stuff is like when they go well, these stats aren't true because uh percentage of these it aren't rapes because it's your fault you were drunk in cases Absolutely. like this and what a disservice so you got to see it the white house gets its one in five number from two studies this campus sexual assault study conducted for the justice department found that 19 percent of women reported experiencing completed or attempted sexual assault since entering college First of all, this study is not representative of all colleges, but of only two. It was an online survey that the authors themselves admitted had low response rates. The majority of those... And they put at the bottom, one was the University of Phoenix. Here's the thing about this, though. Um, 
this this is not the first time a survey has come back with these numbers and this is just the latest in these surveys Mm -hmm. and they all haven't been university of phoenix or only two colleges Mm -mm. but okay assaulted were drunk or high when the incident took place however 62 percent of these victims did not consider the incident to be rape what's going on here is that the president is saying these women were raped and these women are saying they weren't who do you believe the other side they just threw a picture of obama and said not this guy because that's really all you have to do if you're a republican is just throw up a picture of Obama and be like, not the darkie. It'd be like, don't agree with him. And it's like, okay, I'm for rape now. Uh, nobody's being raped. Uh, not to mention, let's say the numbers were off by 50%. Let's say one in every 10 women was being raped. Is it now no longer something we need to worry about? Is that the ultimate, like, this is the thing I was saying earlier about the people on Facebook against yes, our women. What is the ultimate extent of your opinion? So if it's 10% of women, is it nothing to, nothing to see here? Walk away? Cause I still feel like, I don't know, that's too much rape. Mm. Maybe I'm just a crazy zero tolerance guy when it comes to sexual assault. What would it do? But I feel like that's a lot of rape. Me too, sir. The White House looked at was the 2010 National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence Survey. The study states that 18% of women in the United States have been raped at some time in their lives. But how do they figure out if someone's been raped? I think I would ask, have you been raped? That's how I- The guy, white dudes with no facial hair talking about rape. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a rapist, but he looks kind of rapey. Just saying. Is that how you become a rape expert? I've raped a lot of women, guys. And let me tell you, I they, don't, know. they don't know from rape, okay? Who are you going to trust? A victim, quote unquote, or me, the rapist? Trust me. I'll let you know when you're being raped. I'd do it. But this is how the study did it. They asked questions like, when you were drunk, high, drugged, or passed out and unable to consent, how many people ever had sex with you? It's incoherent wording like that. that yes, I'm confused. What did that sentence even mean? Yeah, it goes right. Not to, to mention, one of the questions they asked was straight up, have you ever been raped? But okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the questions was that, Karen. So. Yeah, and then a lot of times phrasing of words makes a difference in your response also. Yeah, they're going to ask the question as many ways as they can because it's like if you ask guys. If you, if you ask a guy, have you ever raped somebody, you'll pretty much get 0%. Mm-hmm. But if you ask, have you ever had sex with someone without their consent or permission, all of a sudden the number jumps up. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, that's not as bad a stigma type of say, a stigma. It's not as bad a stigma as saying rape. But if I said, um, you know, not having consent well hey anyone could you know hey that's saturday makes this confusing newsflash i hate to say it but it is possible to have consensual sex while drunk or high watch any beer commercial what you will see um oh my god what beer commercials is he watching i don't know last time the budweiser commercial comes in it's the the train comes everything get cold everybody hold beers maybe it's a different kind of train uh, yeah train on her she, yeah. she she was on the train she was the train like the beer commercials never show a woman passed out laying on the bed and then a dude unzipping his pants like budweiser 
the, <laughs> the beer for rape <laughs> well you need her not to consent fellas you know what the i'm king saying of rape, Budweiser. yeah he's a bunch of hot women and good-looking dudes drinking beer with a strong insinuation that they will soon be hooking up yes it's true it's true when you drink alcohol you know what's funny and why that's bullshit though in the commercial they never show anybody drunk no, oh no, no, no. They hey. never, like, there's never been a, any fucking commercial where it's like, say, baby, I wanna guess with you. And you know something else? They don't, Shit. dude, they don't show anybody fucking drinking. Yeah, but, yeah, obviously. But I'm just saying for his point. His point is that the beer commercials are showing this culture of, everybody's about to get some pussy. Hey, high five. And they do have that culture. They absolutely do. But what they don't have is everybody too drunk to fucking walk. Ain't that the truth. It's all a bunch of people that look like they just showed up sober. party. High-fiving each other and watching football. And they just have just started. Yeah, they just happen to have a beer in their hand. They never show anybody pass the fuck out. Oh, you lose your inhibitions. That is also why you drink alcohol. If you eliminate sex while drunk or high, you eliminate about half the sex in the entire United States. What's that? The, the what? What's up? What's up? Right? Did he get that from? Uh, when he fucking made up. <laughs> the one he decided. He just decided this that most people fuck when they're drunk and high, and there's no such thing as fucking while you're sober or fucking with goddamn consent. That don't that don't exist. Mm-hmm. But this survey was designed in a way to massively inflate the number of victims. To illustrate this point, I'll bring in rape expert Jeff Fisher. Here are some questions that the study actually used to determine whether a woman was raped. Jeffy, please act these out. You should have sex with me. I'm going to be on the cover of the Abercrombie and Fitch catalog this month. <laughs> okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. That's rape. By the way, this is two guys. Ah, this is terrible, too. There's a guy in a wig and a, and a guy in a hoodie. Um, and they're acting it out. Also, white dudes, no mustaches. Pressuring someone to have sex with you by telling them lies is the same as rape. You should have sex with me. I will always love you, and I will never look at another, ever. (laughs) Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. That's rape. Making promises about the future you know are untrue to get sex is the same as rape. You should have sex with me, or I will break up with you. (laughs) Okay. Whoa! Stop, stop, stop. That's rape. Threatening to end your relationship to get sex is the same as rape. <gasps> you should have sex. What the fuck is wrong with him? That's like, not rape. I'm just, look, they have, they don't need no survey and no statistics, Karen. Okay? They don't need legal presidents. They just. Do they know they, what the fuck rape is? They have a wig. They have a hoodie. I want to break three up. white dudes and they have a sign, Karen. Roger, I want to break up with you. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's rape. Mm-hmm. With me. Or I'll tell everyone you had sex with me. <laughs> okay. Stop, 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 stop. That's rape. Threatening to spread rumors to get sex is the same as rape. Wow. Will you have sex with me? Will you have sex with me? Will you have sex with me? How about now? Will you have sex with me? Come on, how about now? Will you have sex with me? <laughs> okay. Guess what? That's rape. Repeatedly asking for sex to get sex is the same as rape. That's wow. persistence rape. You should have sex with me or I'll be sad. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, that's rape. I kid you not. Acting sad to get sex is the same as rape. That's friendly-based ah! rape. A lot of dudes going that's to jail then. Those are real. Yeah, how is Drake still free? I don't understand. He's been raping him for years. He's been painting toes, toenails. Mm-hmm. He's been right. He don't wrote raps about him. They need to throw him under the jail then. He's like the Friday face serial rapist at this point. Dude. Yes. But you know then a lot of y'all guys out there, I'm sorry. Even you non-rapists are rapists. From the survey. Now, are those things annoying? Yes. But is convincing someone to sleep with you because you're sad the equivalent of a sexual assault? I mean, that's just absurd. That's right. Rape expert. That's what this guy does. Is that on his business card? Do women date this dude? Like, you just know that, like, if you look up his crime, like, his criminal history, it's going to have some shady shit on there. Um, <laughs> it's, so, um, this uh, lady from The Blaze, um, uh, Claire Sudath, uh, wrote about it and, like, kind of debunked some of it and goes into That's the, um, you know, the statistics of it. Then this was even more insulting. You didn't need... Because you probably had no women. I bet you they asked the women crew if they even had fucking women. That one was like, I'm, I'm not getting up there and fucking have my face on national television. Because mm-hmm. why else do you got two dudes? Yeah, I guarantee you, the women was like, motherfucker, no, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, is this is this is the same. This exists in the same world where people are like, fuck, yes, all women, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Like this, like, this is the whole uphill battle, man. It's like, like I said, you don't got to be a participant in the fight, but you could at least fucking acknowledge, uh, have some type of, uh, acknowledgement of the idea of what they're trying to do instead of just fighting against it because it's women and you hate vaginas. Um, let's talk about somebody that's not helping in the fight. Uh, apparently, one of the world's leading anti-sex slavery activists got bounced from her own foundation because her heartbreaking tale of being sold into child prostitution and years of abuse fell apart. Summerlee Ma'am, M-A-M, had become the pretty glamorous face of anti-sex trafficking mu- movement, courting celebrities and worldwide uh, political leaders. The Cambodian claimed she was an orphan sold into sexual slavery, repeatedly raped and abused for years. She only worked up the courage to the courage to escape after seeing a friend killed in front of her. But over the last few years, her life story has been slowly picked apart by childhood friends, culminating in this week's stunning ouster. Effective immediately, she has resigned from the Summerlee Ma'am Foundation. That's got to suck when your name's on the foundation. Wow. That's like if Mr. Colored People had to resign from the NAACP. No. <laughs> But like, oh yeah, you, Mr. Color People, you got to go. Yeah. Uh, Effective immediately, Mr. Color People is getting kicked out of the NAACP. The anti-sex slavery group tweeted, uh, the foundation said it hired the U.S. law-based firm Goodwin Proctor LLP in March to check out the life story of Ma'am and her fellow activist and protege, um, Long Pross. It has been reported for years that Pross had been rescued by Ma'am's group, ending years of sexual enslavement at a Cambodian brothel. While not revealing any details of this internal probe, Summerlee Mind Foundation Executive Director Gina Rice Wilchin said both women are no longer affiliated with the group. So wow, they, why would you make you probably could have did this and it had the same foundation and not 
made up stories because there are women that actually live this life yeah that are like uh bitch fuck you i actually went through this shit and uh the allure of the hustle is that real true you know like that's like that's the thing that's that was one of the reasons i was that i was really disappointed that people picked that yes our women to fight back on it's because there actually have been hashtags where you're like well this person's just hustling that that's true you know that that cancel yeah. colbert shit was somebody hustling they mm-hmm. a- admitted as much yeah she there's really no it. need to fucking defend that like i get why people went in on that because it I was like too. this is wrong this person is admitted to being you know not uh on the up and up cool go with her why are we fucking going after you know uh this lady go after her why Why are we going after people that are just like yeah uh i was raped one time you fucking bitch this isn't about you how dare anyway uh mammoth rubbed elbows with some of the world's best known celebrities including oprah winfrey susan sarandon katie kirk and queen latifah then secretary of state hillary clinton visited mass charity in 2012 meeting girls and young women rescued from sexual slavery although it does bring up the question you know if the charity did go on to actually do actual work after this yeah it's kind of sad that it was started on a live but maybe some good work got accomplished and they can do it without her name on it and hopefully it doesn't shut the whole charity down but it also shows how selfish and wrong you can be because this might sink your charity mm-hmm. you know who are actually helping and saving yeah. women people might leave your charity now and less women will be saved because it was founded on a lie um but friends of ma'am said she grew up with both her parents graduated from high school led a happy comfortable childhood ma'am was always has always struggled to keep her story straight according to front page expose by newsweek magazine this week during the house white house a white house visit in february 2012 she said she was sold into slavery around age nine to ten that contradicted an interview she gave to tyra banks on the tyra banks show where she claimed she was sold around four or five in her book, The Road to Lost, in- uh, Lost Innocence, she said she was trafficked when she was about 16. Wow. wow. Her lie was all over the place. Woo. Yeah. She couldn't even keep the ages around the same. She's now 40-something whose precise age has never been stated. She always knew when cameras were rolling, according to, psychologi- to a psychologist who did volunteer work for her charity. With donors, she's very polished and very on and very charming, exceedingly charming. The whistleblower told Newsweek, and when people are not there, she was tyrannical, moody, erratic, and she's entitled. This is another thing, though, that um, it made me think about the Suey Park shit, how people keep making excuses for her. Mm-hmm. And it actually hurt, it, it ultimately hurts a lot of people's causes because yes, it does. people are writing you off as you're actively defending her when she's saying I'm being I'm wrong and I'm doing the wrong thing on purpose. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder about that shit because I think people write causes off because of that. I think people yes, write off, write off entire, um, you know, an entire hashtag, hashtag activist like segment of the population because of shit like that, and because of people providing cover. And when someone does come out and quote unquote blow the whistle and go, "Hey, this person's kind of fake," sometimes that person will catch hell from the that community when it's like they might be right. That's true, now. So. I support you when you're right, and I tell you you're wrong when you're wrong. Yeah, but yeah, that is, it's definitely not helping. Uh, let's play our games, man. It's time. We're back, so might as well play the games. Um. <laughs>
just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that I hate to play and you love to listen to. It's fucking with black people where we score things from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for the fucking with black people scale. Today's contestants: V. Stiviano and Justin Bieber. That's right, guys. The Biebs is in here. Uh, apparently, V. Stiviano don't like black people either. She uh, got caught in a video on TMZ. And we are surprised. Why? Huh? I said, and we are surprised. Everyone's shocked, Karen, because she's a feminist hero. People need to stop shaming her. BS. I don't understand these people. I don't understand black people. The minute you give them a little bit of money, they don't know what to do with it. They just are crazy. They want to put extra rims. Why do you think they, they create, they're like, yo, I want to put some rims on top of my rims. And my rims are going to turn around. <laughs> so I'm going to call them what? Spinners? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. That's how much money I have. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And they do stupid shit like that. When there's people starving around the world. That's what people want to do with their money. She's never driving me anywhere because I'm like one of those put rads that wants to get picked up on. So listen up, folks. I'm looking for someone to pick me up. <laughs> but Emma wants to get Raquel Lee head. May I please get Raquel Lee head? Look at the officer on the side looking at I don't even know what this segment of the video is about. Me either. Playing with Elmo in the front of a car? What What does yes, that do with racism? I don't know. Is they, Elmo going to say some racist shit? I don't know. They need to give her or Elmo. Somebody need juice in that vehicle. Elmo hate black people too. <laughs> and Elmo touched the kids. Don't worry about it. She's black. We don't like black. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Look like she's just making black jokes, but uh, I don't think anybody was under the impression that, well, I shouldn't say anybody. Most rational people were not under the impression that she was some type of fucking hero. Come on now. She's a person that was trying to separate this old ass nigga from his money through uh, sexual favors. Mm-hmm. It, it happens. Yeah, the only reason why the tape came out because he didn't want to pay her. Yeah, his his wife tried to get that money back. But, uh, yeah, it's, I'm not, I don't know. I don't have a high, I guess I would have a higher score if I thought that her stance was I'm a perfect person. Yep. And this guy's racist. Um, but also she's crazy. So that's that. That's right. So I don't know, man. I only got a, I only got 25 for this. I'm not. Her racism isn't shocking at all. I know. Plus, she's half black, so it's like that other part of like, you know, I'm surprised she didn't say niggas. Like, <laughs> right. Black people say this shit all the time. Niggas, uh, give a nigga some money. Niggas will put rims on everything. They put rims on their rims. Like, it's not that surprising. So, uh, I only give it 25. Karen, what about you? Yeah, I'm not that fucked with. Yeah, I don't feel fucked with pretty much at all. So, I'll just give it 25 because. Of her being her leaking that racist tape, I guess I don't know. Justin Bieber, um, apparently got in trouble for saying some um, racist stuff. First of all, Justin Bieber has a video with the Migos. Like, um, I- I'll play some of the song for you. But we we do know the Migos around here. Uh, we play them before the show every once in a while. That's Chinatown, Chinatown, Catherine Young, China, them niggas that young rich niggas. 
uh so yeah let me play some of this for you because i haven't even heard this justin bieber with the migos what up jb it's time to go to the club it's time to pull them toys out man let's do it When the fuck are the Migos gonna come in? I, I, I don't know. I'm about to say, you might have to play Chinatown for the people that hadn't heard it, because somebody was like, who is the Migos? Hold on. This is the worst Migos song I ever heard in my life. Yes, it is. Give me that regular ignorance. What is this? He just got him on the hook. They don't rap. Uh, apparently not. This Hold is on, this let me is fast a Justin Bieber song. Okay. Here we go. so you know uh justin bieber's been hanging out with black people a lot um they've been treating him like him but he black they've been banning him from clubs well, you know? not, not, yeah well you're right yep that is true yeah, i'm for real everybody Although was like it's been can't... black people banning him from clubs yeah, the, yeah, you know what? And you not trying to be funny. You know what's bad when you white and black folks look at you like you too niggerish for us. Yeah. Beat it, bum. Yeah, for those who don't know what uh, the Migos sound like, here's their most popular song, Versace. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm, I'm a Manati. I, I, I know that you like it. Versace, my neck and my wrist is so sloppy. Versace, Versace, I love it. Versace, the top of my eye. My blood is Gotti. He give me the dozen. I know that they might. Whoa. I mean, I just love the Versace store. Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm Illuminati. I know that you like it. Versace, my neck and my wrist is so sloppy. Versace, Versace, I love it. Versace, the top of my body. Versace, Versace, Medusa. So yeah, that's uh, that's the Migos. What you got there, Versace? Versace, Versace, Versace. Might as well be called the Negroes. And and I only think it's 
Fosace. I think it's Fosace. That's how they pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. But it's Versace. <laughs> um, so, uh, apparently, over Sace, as they call it in the hood. Um, apparently, Justin Bieber, who's down with black people, was caught on the air on video saying a racist black people joke. Let's, let's hear it, Karen. Let's see how good it is. What's that in that song? Black person. Father's Day. That's just mean. That's just straight Why are black people afraid of chainsaws? Don't even say it. Don't say it. You can say motorcycle too. So it's just Justin Bieber sitting around with some white kids. Now his black friends ain't around. They busting some racist jokes. I'm pretty sure the first uh the first one was also a racist joke because it ended with Father's Day. I'm pretty sure that was uh Just like, yeah, why why black folks father's not there? Uh I'm pretty sure what? That's not a joke. <laughs> That's why how the end of the joke was going, eh? <laughs> and then, you know, they asked, Well, Father's Day, you know, black fathers don't be there. He was like, Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 do another nigga joke. It's probably yeah. That's why it sounds like that was you know, the first joke was probably something about what holiday do black people not celebrate or something yes and then the next one was uh which afraid to chase off because it sounded like run nigga 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 which is funny because a lot of people um i saw people on twitter like fuck him i'm tired of his shit now and um some people like this is what happened when you accept white people and shit um i don't know anybody that except justin bieber like a lot of people that have problems with him like a lot of people do yeah like people you know athletes fucking other uh mm-hmm. artists like a lot of people are like fuck this dude yeah because then he come out with like i think the first movie he did was like broke records then he turned around time he was retiring and made like another movie and that shit like flopped because people was like um nigga you can't be going and like peeing on shit and and cutting the food and drag racing down the middle of the street and all this other bullshit and just be like, it's all good. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know about the movies and shit. What I do know is he hangs out with black people and people are like expecting more of him or some shit. But, you know, it, it happens. Anyway, uh, I will give him a hundred because he said nigger, nigger, nigger. I noticed it. <laughs> I noticed that R on there and uh, I would have gave him a 75 for the A. But he had that R on there that he had ER to let you know that there's no black people around, but it ain't cool what I'm about to do. Mm-mm. Um, so, um, apparently fr- sources say that he's frustrated and sad and wants to address it publicly and he will do it the next day in the next day. Isn't that funny? I have to go address my racism now that I said nigger and everybody caught me. So I don't know what the beeves is going to say. Mm, what to, can the Beeb say? To get himself out of this one. But uh I guess good luck, buddy. Uh let's play our other games, of course. Uh the it's time for some guest to race, guys. Mm-hmm. Let me find my uh, guest to race music. Uh now that is time for some guest to race. That's right, it's guest to race time. And now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land, where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our audience today, the chat room, to play guest 
the race the chat room is very racist all right yes they are her time behind bars was touch and go lakeisha johnson 29 year old employee of tootsie's cabaret in miami which is a script club not tootsie's tootsie's cabaret was suspected of stealing an ipad after Broward County deputies allegedly spotted her jumping fences behind homes in the Florida town early Monday. Oh, Florida. Deputy says when she was approached, Johnson began taking off her clothes and using vulgar language. <laughs> the iPad was not found in Johnson's possession, but was arrested and charged with resisting the officer without violence. Officer say she slapped the cop's arm and yelled, don't touch me, bitch. While she was naked. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was when Johnson, well, there is no touching, Karen. Maybe she thought... You know, she was still in the strip club. <laughs> it was when Johnson came to the Hallandale Beach she Jail. She forgot she went in the champagne room? Mm, no, there's no sex in that champagne room. You oh, okay. Touch. Okay, my bad. It was when Johnson uh, came to the Hallandale Beach Jail that officers say she began repeatedly removing her clothing, exposing her genitals, buttocks, and breasts, and masturbating. Oh, she shit. She <laughs> also allegedly shook the cell door and offered to perform a sex act in exchange for her release. When Johnson appeared before a judge on Wednesday morning, her alleged jailhouse behavior made quite the impression on Judge John Hurley, who refused to read aloud some of the allegations against her. Foul this under, that's a doozy, Hurley said. Um, you know what's funny, man, is I wonder, like, before the cameras were in all the jail cells and shit, if they would have been like, uh, you know what, uh, I'm going to take a 15-minute break and... uh why, why don't the rest of you guys get out of here? And, uh, Before cameras were everywhere? Of course mm-hmm. that shit happened. A lot. Yeah, probably when you made it to the jail. No! Well, like, cops are like, God damn, this dashboard cam. Shit. Yeah. Got my dick sucked today. Now I gotta uh, or do they, my uh, job. Or they was like, uh, dog, is this one of the ones that was broke? Nah, this one broke. Shit. Do my job with blue balls for the rest of the day. Shit. Um, when shit... Oh, yeah, so uh, the judge then gave her a $100 bond for the resisting arrest charge but did not cite her for alleged sex show in jail. I mean, honestly, that's like police charity, right? <laughs> Giving a free show. When Johnson's arrest report says she is an employee of Tootsie's Cabaret, on attorney, uh, an attorney for the club says she's never performed there. So maybe she lied. Maybe she's not a stripper. Um, guess the race, everybody in the chat room. See what they believe. The race of Lakeisha Johnson. Is that her name? Lakeisha Johnson is. <clears throat> By stripping, she thought she was working for that iPad booty clapping bar- barter system, Black. Oh, my. She's probably a grandmother at 29, Negress. One who put rims on top of her rims once she got some money. That's <laughs> 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 Black Rob. A water bug who drives a spaceship with rims. Oh, my. <laughs> Bands will make her dance, Black. Nubian queen who spends e- her evenings waltzing to the cultured sounds of me- the Migos. A money getting rims buying but not feeding Somalian orphans black. Yeah, V. Stiviano bringing up feeding orphans in charity was, and then went out and dated Donald Sterling. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Come on now. Idiot. Dip it low black, the most athletic one at the club cheetah, black, black bullet ridden stripper running from beaver's chainsaw black. Ha! That's money oh bullet. Uh, the correct answer is black. black. I think everybody got that one right. Yep, absolutely right. Absolutely right, guys. Y'all nailed it. Let's see if you can get the next one. Um, uh, what is this? That was a stripper in jail. Uh, this one is a little bit different. 
Um, wait, I don't want to use this one. Let's use this one instead. Bond has been set for a teen charge after a South Carolina man was killed testing a bulletproof vest. Oh my. America! America, goddammit! That's how we do it here. I guess so. Uh, this happened in South Carolina. The Anderson County Sheriff Office said a woman has been charged after a man died when a bullet missed the protective vest he was wearing when he asked a friend to shoot him. Anderson County deputies said they received a call at 2.41 a.m. from a home, which is a perfect time to shoot somebody in a perfect place. What, what hey, let's test my bulletproof vest at 2.41 in the morning in my house, not at the shooting range. What they drunk? I don't know. They arrived and found the victim laying in the garage area of the home with a single gunshot wound to the chest. Police said the scene performed CPR on the man. They were called before the coroner was called to the scene. Deputy Coroner Don McCall said the victim, 26-year-old Blake Wardell, bled to death after he was shot in the chest. McCall said Wardell and about eight to ten friends were hanging out at the home when they decided to try a bulletproof vest and have someone shoot them. Wardell wore the vest, but the shooter missed the Kevlar hitting him in the chest. McCall said Wardell's death is classified as a homicide. He said there was no evidence of heavy alcohol or drug use. What? So, d- wow. So they would just shoot me for no reason at two some in the morning? Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Sheila Cole said 18-year-old Taylor Ann Kelly has been charged with involuntary manslaughter in connection with the shooting. According to Cole, a person convicted of the charge may face up to five years in prison. Kelly is being held at Anderson County Detention Center. A bond was set at $10,000. Cole said the investigation into the incident is ongoing. Guess the race of Taylor Ann Kelly. Manslaughterer, allegedly. One who loves cheese so much she volunteered to turn herself into Swiss cheese. Ain't no nigga to turn herself into Swiss cheese. Not the victim, the the murderer. Ain't no nigga in South Carolina requesting anyone to point a gun at him white. Everybody please picking the victim. Um, saw the first scene to kick ass too and thought that's a good idea, white. Wardell, the bulletproof vest was the 150 cent always wears. Why is everybody guessing the dude? That's not the criminal, guys. Dateless and bored in Idaho, white. This is our country, white. <laughs> it's a homicide even though he asked to be shot. Sounds black to me, says Ash 3 Classy. Trevor Phillips, meth head white. Snuff, so wait, snuff aficionado. <laughs> That's a Negro, my toy. Stormtrooper white and this some dude bro-ish. Well, he was shot by a woman. The correct, the correct race of the victim is a white woman. I mean, of the shooter, the shooter. I don't know the race of the victim, okay? And uh for those of you guys who guess black. So and uh the clue that there was a white woman should have been the one uh the fact that uh she only got charged with manslaughter. Okay. Would have been black, would have definitely been murder. To the first degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, bonus round of guess the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. I hope everybody's got their racism caps on because it's getting serious from here on out. All right. A teacher allegedly grabbed a kindergarten student's face. 
in ohio surveillance video allegedly shows a teacher roughly roughly handling a six-year-old kindergartner in wharton ohio anthony and autumn nelson say they received a letter about the incident with their son with with their son ian which ultimately resulted in a 10-day suspension of teacher barb williams we're guessing the race of the teacher here guys however upon receiving the surveillance video they couldn't believe how roughly their son was handled by the teacher they were upset with a seemingly lax punishment for williams you can see where she grabs at his face she slams him against the wall she says i'll never disrespect me never not at all i know right he thought it was just a little incident that happened we thought it was just a little incident that happened you know that's what the school made it sound like all of a sudden we get this video today and it's just outrageous said anthony nelson iron's mother also agrees he was in the other room i watched it in the kitchen and i just started crying i burst out in tears i called my mom i called his mom i started calling everybody saying i don't know what to do said autumn nelson she scared he's scared of her even going to the school next year even the year after he'll still have to see her if she's present in the building that's probably going to scare him the nelsons want him ter- want uh williams terminated from riverdale school barb williams yes choked his kid guess the race of barb williams chat room Oh, looks like they're taking their sweet ass time to guess, I guess. I don't know. Um, what to do. I guess I'll just stall for time. Um, until you guys can make up your fucking mind. Uh, she was on here. She was on here, Joe, on her Joe Clark ish. You smoke crack, don't you? Black. One who played for the <laughs> WNBA and mistook the boy's face for a basketball, Lisa Leslie Black. Oh my. Smelling like cheese and coffee white. One who was used to handing out them whoopings regularly, black. One who tells her kids, don't look at shit, don't touch shit, and don't ask for shit before entering stores. <laughs> That's Leonard Brothers. I'm guessing white because if any one of them was black, then this would be a story about an ass whooping. Barb was fed up with that disrespect for white boy black. White woman who will be superintendent. Barb Wizite, says Jeremy. Correct answer is, this is a close one, guys, but she is white. the uh obvious clue there she didn't lose her job that's true no way a black woman keeps her job and the school calls the parents to downplay that shit sorry not in this miracle um of course we got to finish this off with sore ratchetness guys uh of course it's one of the causes that we hear the black guy who tips is uh you know we're constantly fighting against um and someone has to speak up for the people that can't speak for themselves the victims yep the murders the people who are constantly accosted bodies sore wielding sons of bitches and we never get our voice heard well now here's our chance let's talk about the latest in sore ratchetness former corporator never heard no don't know what that is Hamid Ansari sustained injuries on his hand after he was assaulted with sharp weapons by neighbors and others at Nayabasti near Tekka on Tuesday. Pachpali police have registered offenses against Kalim Maud Ansari and others for their alleged role in the attack. It is learned that Hamid was at Lager's head with his neighbors over the construction, was at a Lager's head with his neighbors over the construction of a hut met behind his residence. The neighbors attacked him for resisting their attempts to erect the hut mint. 
Hamad was rushed to the Mayo Hospital where the attackers followed him. Damn. Oh, shit. There are reports that they were after Hamad, but alert police uh, personnel and other private security guards did not allow the attackers to go inside. Man. Here's one that happened in Portland, Oregon. A man dressed like a pirate armed with a machete accused of stabbing a car. A man dressed like a pirate armed with a machete carrying a cross attacked a car in Portland's east side Tuesday. According to witnesses, Portland police said Conrad Bass, 30 years old, was high on LSD at the time. Well, that's a perfect time to pick up a sword, I say. Me too. One police officer responded. Paramedics took him to the hospital to be treated. Should (laughs) have shot him. The alleged machete attack happened at Southeast 7th Avenue on Morrison Street. Fox 12 first received word of the incident when a witness tweeted the man was stabbing a car with a sword. Because Bass was given citations at the hospital and not booked in the jail, no mugshot was available. They didn't even book this man. Isn't that amazing? This is what's wrong with our country, man. Shit like this. We let it slide till motherfuckers are dead. Yup. All right, man. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, we're back. Go visit Shadow Dog Productions' YouTube page. Like yes, the U please. video. Uh, go to adamandeve.com. Use code TBGWT and get your discounts. We'll be back tomorrow at 9. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll enjoy uh, live tweeting Dem Thrones with you tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys enjoyed this episode. Until mm, tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.